Praise the Lord. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspire by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. I'd like to read the scripture to us right now. First Timothy 2 from verse 1. Hallelujah. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Praise the Lord. Right now, we're going to be praying, praying specifically for the leaders of the nations, that the Lord of the harvest will force out, he will push out into his harvest, into the harvest fields of the leaders of the nations, laborers, hallelujah, laborers into that harvest field in every demography of leadership that laborers are pushed out into that harvest field. Hallelujah. And also we're going to be praying for souls. Praying for souls. Hallelujah. This is the day of salvation. So we're going to be praying for souls. Declaring the 6.5 billion souls. Men everywhere. Receiving the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Coming to salvation. Coming to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And accepting Jesus as the Lord of their life. Hallelujah. Let's begin to pray. Yes, kindly unmute yourselves. Oh, <laughs> 
Hallelujah. The earth is his footstool. The earth belongs to him. Lika basoto kubaya. Raka basoto kubaya. Zinteki kubaya. Zinteki kubaya. Oh Lord, we bless your holy name. Linda Krakazunta, labor us into the harvest fields. Likrodokobositi, taking the different political territories. Rikobosotokobaya, leadership levels in the world, in the nations of the earth. Katoshikikabaya. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus, 6.5 billion souls for the Lord. 6.5 billion souls for the Lord. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Many are coming to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and receiving him. Oh, all over the world, all over the world. Lord, bless your name, O God. We worship you, O God. So, 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 more souls. For today is the day of your salvation and grace. Blessed be your name, O God, forever. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. You are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in the time of intercessory prayers for the peoples and the nations of the earth, hallelujah, and for the salvation of souls everywhere. Praise God, praise God, praise God forevermore. Right now, we're going to the praise and worship segment, after which we're going to the Rhapsody of Realities segment. Do have a beautiful day ahead for you. Over to you, Sister Grace. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Glory to God, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for that wonderful session of prayer. And thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for always giving an opportunity to worship the Lord and to lead his people in worship. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depending on where you're connected from at this time, right where you are, just bless the name of the Lord, give him praise, thank him for his beautiful works. Thank you for his words that we hear every day that transform our lives. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who teaches us every day, who guides us in all things. Oh, we worship the sweet Holy Spirit of God. What my my mouth can tell it all. To tell of your wondrous work, my lips and only saw what my eyes have seen. My mouth can tell it all. 
to tell of your wondrous work. Mm. My leaves can only start. I will thank you all good. I will thank you all good. I will thank you all good. And the mercy endure it forever. I will thank you all good. I will thank you all good. I will thank you all good. And your mercy endure forever. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. Oh, we worship you. You are good. You are good. You are good. Oh, God. Yes, we worship you. Say what my eyes have seen, my mouth can tell it all. To tell of your wondrous love, my lips can only start. What my eyes have my mouth can tell it all. Say, uh, I have tasted of your wonders, yeah. My lips can only start. I will sing you all good. I will sing Thank you, all good. I will thank you, all good. And your mercy endures forever. I will thank you, all good. I'll thank you. I will thank you, Augur, and your mercy endureth forever. Jesus, Jesus, you are good, you're a wonder. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, you are good. You're a wonder. Oh, yes. Jesus, Jesus, you are good. You're a wonder. 
Jesus, 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 you are good, you're a Yes, Lord, you're a wonder. A wonder to all of us. And a wonder to the world through our lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Today's devotional is very special. And you have to be ready to receive. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. Welcome everyone to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion. Praise God. Today's Tuesday, the 12th of October. It's 12 days already. Has October been for you? Filled with miracles, victories. Is the word of God reality in your life? Praise God. Healing in his wings. Healing in his wings. Every word that comes to us on a daily basis in this place has the ability to produce force what he talks about. The title of today's devotional is talking about healing in its in his wings. That means we can as well just get ready. And you see, when it talks about healing, healing doesn't necessarily mean healing only for your body. It can be healing for your minds. The people who have um, issues of mental health, they've not been able to sleep, anxiety, you know maybe lost a loved one and the after effect maybe you need healing for your mind maybe you even need healing for your spirit maybe you need healing for your finances healing for your heart you came out of a relationship that affected you so much Nobody understands except you how it was like and 
how you feel having come out of it. Maybe it's a broken marriage, whatever the case is. But today there's healing. Today there's healing. There's healing for whatever the matter is. Praise God. Healing in his wings. Our opening text is taken from Malachi 4 and verse 2. But unto you that fear his name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. Malachi 4 and verse 2. In the scriptures, there are several instances where people touched the hem of Jesus' garment and received instant healing. For example, Luke 8 talked about the woman with the issue of blood who suffered for 12 long years, spending all her earnings on physicians to no avail. But the Bible says, she touched the border of his garment I mean, immediately her issue of blood tanged. You find that in Luke 8 and verse 44. The word bother in this verse is kraspedon Greek. It means fringes or tassels. Also in Matthew, verse, uh, Matthew 14, when Jesus came to the land of Gennesaret, the people of that region rushed to him for healing. And the Bible says, besought, they, besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touched were made perfectly whole. You find that in Matthew 14 and verse 36. They brought so many sick people to Jesus, and he didn't have to do anything. All they needed was to touch the fringes of his garment. Remarkable. Mark 6, 56 says, and whithersoever he entered, into villages or cities or countries, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch, if it were but the bother of his garment, and as many as touched him were made whole. What was special about the bother of Jesus' garment? Every Jew had the, fringe, the same fringes in their garments as Jesus. Read Numbers 15, verse 37 to 38. So it wasn't about the fashion or style of his garment, but the one wearing it. Those that touched him to be healed believed he was the Messiah. Therefore, everything about him, including the fringes of his garment, would produce healing. That's what we read in our theme verse. It says, the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. The word wings is kanaf. kanaf in Hebrew, and it refers to the border or the fringes. Jesus had healing in his fringes and they knew it. Glory to God. That power is still available in his name. That power is still available today in his name. So if you are sick in your body today or you know someone who is, Use the name of Jesus against that sickness, disease, or infirmity. Healing is guaranteed. Hallelujah. You know, I love the transition. You know, because when you're reading about healing in his wings, you might, uh, um, or touching the hem of his garment, you might begin to think, oh, but Jesus is not here. How am I going to see him to touch the hem of his garment? Everything about the God life and the God walk was simplified in Christ. I remember reading in the Old Testament, you know, as we read 
during the past weeks and months. And God told the children of Israel, he said once every year, I'm not sure if it was once, I think it was even more than once. He said, you must go to Jerusalem. He said, you must go to Jerusalem to worship. He said, you must go there to offer certain sacrifices. And even for those who lived anywhere, you had to go to a place to offer your sacrifice, the daily sacrifices that were requested of God. Many of those things were simplified when we came to Christ. Now you and I, we want to give a seed, we want to give our tithe, we want to give our offering. As much as we can give it when we get to church, we can also make transfers. You know, when people, when people say that Christianity is burdensome, it is religion that is burdensome, not Christianity, because Christianity is not a religion. And if you conflict both for one another, you would have issues. The mere definition of religion is man looking for God. In Christianity, man didn't go looking for God. God came looking for man. And you know that when God does something, it is easier, it is instant, it is simple, it is beautiful. The simplicity of Christianity is the deception for many. It's the problem that many have. Religion taught, taught them how that they must work hard. There has to be something that you pay. There has to be a prize. In Christianity, say only believe. He said, if you shall believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Christ was raised from the dead, say you shall be saved. As simple as it is, that's all that you require for Christianity. Faith in the heart and the confession of the mouth. And even enjoying all the blessings of God. Because salvation itself is a complete package. It's full. It's not just the prayer of salvation. It came with a full package. Believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth. And you see, because you require faith for the salvation work on a daily basis, is the reason why we surround, we have the work we have done in the inspired by the word is to surround you with faith for every day. You're done with today's devotional. In less than an hour or so, you're getting the message for today under the projecting message a day. If you're not in any of the group for projecting message a day, ensure that you are there. And I want to say this, ensure that you're also listening to the messages. They are not for sure. We're not trying to keep up a schedule. No, we're trying to ensure that you have faith for every day. Because you require to enjoy all the benefits of salvation. Bible says faith speaks. If there is no faith, fear would speak. Before you know it, you're talking fear. And then you are wondering why the circumstances of your life don't resemble someone who is a Christian. Then before you know it, you find yourself asking, asking yourself, this Christianity self, is it real? I, 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 I will pray, I will not receive answer. You will go for meeting, people will be healed, I will not be healed. Is it real? Brothers and sisters, don't practice religion, practice Christianity. So back then they would touch the fringes of his garments. That is the edge, the hem, 
And you read that and you're wondering, how can I see the hem of his garment to touch? The one whose garments they used to touch now lives inside of you. What is bigger than that? Brothers and sisters, what is bigger than that? See, there is nothing that you should face in life that you should not be able to come out of. That you should not be victorious. You just need Christ consciousness. I, I've recommended that message before and we've listened to it before. If you find that you are, you are, you are, your life is not, is not significant of the God life. Dwell on that message. Listen to it for months. Christ consciousness. Until the consciousness of the indwelling Christ comes upon you. Don't stop. You walk in a bank. Some colleagues came together and framed you up for a transaction that you were unaware of because they want you out. Don't budge. Christ consciousness. They did not come against you. They came against Christ. He said that, he said, if you come against that rock, he said you shall be crushed. He said, if the rock comes against you, it shall grant you to powder. You go back to your house and you laugh. There's something called laughing sessions. Everything is not prayer, brothers and sisters. Just, be, just the consciousness of who is with you. I think it was last week, I, I, for, for like two days or three days, I was talking about the Lord of hosts and I was explaining the statement, that phrase, Lord of hosts. He was talking about God's ability to wage fights. God's ability to fight and to win. He would have said the Lord. When he puts the Lord of hosts beside it, he's telling you that, guy, I'm ready to fight for you. He told the children of Israel, I will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. We have a God that knows how to fight and he fights to win. Refuse to be a victim. Refuse to go back to your house and be crying and say, God, why me? What did I do? Because these people are persecuting me just because I'm serving you. Oh God, no, no, no. Let God arise in you. He said, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. How does he arise? He arises in you. Let him arise in you. They took your job and you are crying. You don't know how to fight. I don't know how many of you, you watch. There's a, there's a short video that we post every day on our groups. There's a brother Larry that helps to post it every day. Yesterday, he posted a four minutes, 26 second um, um, video that's from IPPC 2016. And pastor was talking about how to fight. You better go and watch that video. Don't see, everything that we post on the groups, they are intentional. They are not content to keep us busy. Find time to watch it. Most of the time, that video is one minute. But yes, this one in particular was four minutes, 26 seconds. How to fight. You must know how to fight. You must know. And the one that is fighting is actually the Lord of hosts, but he's in you, so he will fight from inside of you. That video shared about how to fight. When you speak in tongues, you are not joking. 
brothers and sisters, we have won this COVID war. Go back and do your research and find, I, I won't give everybody this assignment. If you find it, you can share it on our groups. Find the schedule, the calendar that the deep state did for 2021. Go and find it. It was month by month. They had a target of what they would do. It was a scheduled calendar. What they would do in January, what they would do in April, in May, throughout the year. And tell me which one succeeded. Then you know that we won this fight. You and I are not supposed to be able to gather on Zoom. Even Zoom, we are not supposed to be able to gather to have a fellowship. You don't understand. We have won. When pastor said that this is post-COVID, it's post-COVID. The battle is over. The fight has been won. We move on with our lives. On to the next phase of prosperity, such as the world has never seen before. We are not going to check out of this world trying to run away from vaccination, trying to run away from all the nonsense that is happening. No, we will humble the world. Yesterday, I saw a post that Pastor Debbie made how that um, um, the, there are two companies behind Google and Facebook. You guys know the Google brothers and then you know Mark Zuckerberg as the owner of Facebook, Facebook, but they are not the real owners right now. They sold their shares, majority of their shares to two companies in particular, one called Vanguard, one called BlackRock. How come the same two companies are majority shareholders in Facebook and in Google? But the time has come. We will so do monies that will buy up those companies in one minute. We will humble this world. You better believe it so that God will do it through you. See, brothers and sisters, the thing about your believing is so that it will happen through you. Because you can watch it happen and it can happen by you. He said, by my God, I leap over a wall. He said, by my God, I run through troops. Somebody saw him leaping over a wall. Somebody saw him running through troops, but he chose to be the one to ensure that the word of God came to pass through his life. I don't want to be a spectator. No, I refuse to be a spectator in this life. I will be at the forefront of what God is doing in the world, of what he's doing in the lives of people, of what he's doing in the church. And this is why when we talk about financial prosperity, you must participate with your finances in what God is doing. You cannot be using money for something else other than what is most important to God at this time. You can't say you love God. How many percentage of your income goes into the gospel? That is the value that you place on your God. And that is the value of what God's move at this end time means to you. And that is the extent of your participation that you would experience. During the finance class, I was sharing with you guys how the God gave me a, 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 a calculate, a, a, a sharing percentage, 10% for tithes. That is not negotiable. Then of the 90% that is left, which is my own 100%, he said at least 50% for partnership. And then I wake up some days, I say, God, I don't want anything. Take the whole 100%. Am I mad? I might be mad to some, but I'm looking for something. I'm looking for a greater participation in the end time move of God's spirit. And by that, I mean the move of prosperity because that is the last move of the spirit on earth. 
You've heard pastor say it. I said it in the finance class. The last move of the spirit of God on the earth is a, is a move of financial prosperity. You better believe it and you better be ready. And for the child of God, there is no prosperity outside of giving and receiving. You may do it and there may be some days there will be no funds. Push your faith. Push your faith. Don't listen to the devil. Say, ah, ah, see where it has gotten you to. See where it has got. Don't listen to him. Push. Push in the spirit. Fight. Go and listen to that video again. Go and watch it. It was posted yesterday. It's in all of our groups. Project a message a day inspired by the word. How to fight and fight and return with testimonies. Don't give up. You fought today. It seemed like it didn't work. <laughs> fight again tomorrow. Don't give up. Press in the spirit. Pressing in the spirit is also a message. The funny thing is we have all the messages. We have everything that we require. There is, no, there is nothing you are dealing with in life that you will not find a message by Pastor Chris. Many of you from time to time, you boss me, say, Stamaka, please, I want messages on faith and finances. I sent it to you. The last one I sent out, I had grouped all the messages across different categories. I sent out the one on purpose. I sent out the one on faith and finances. I sent out the one on personal relationship. I sent out the one on healing and health. What else do you want? He said, and they cried unto him and he, and he sent his word. He has sent his word. What else do you want him to do? He has already died. He's not going to die again. Brothers and sisters, win. Win with this Christianity that you receive. When you stand before Jesus Christ, prove to him that his death was worth it, that you won. He said, for him that wins, for him that overcomes. Revelations 1, chapter 1 to 3, you will see what he said concerning all the churches that would overcome. And he was talking to you and I. I have a lot in my spirit to share, but for time, I'll hand over to Sister Joy at this time to take us through the further study, the Rhapsody Confession and the New Testament Bible reading plan. Thank you so much, everyone. Ensure that you return with testimonies. Refuse, refuse to be a victim. Wake up in the night and tell yourself, I refuse to be a victim. I'm a victor in this life. I am winning. I am prospering. I am making progress. I am moving forward. I am vital and active in the work that God is doing in the last days on the earth. My money counts. My time counts. My resources count. My talent counts. You must say it every day. And then you blast in tongues. You know those tongues that you know that something have, has moved in the spirit. Be vexed to fight. Sometimes to fight, you need to get angry enough. That is why when people are, are, are angry, they easily get to fight. You need to be angry in your spirit enough at the situation where you are so that you can fight. Fight, brothers and sisters. Fight to be relevant. God bless you. Over to you, Sister Joy. Praise the Lord. Wow. I'm a victor. I'm not a victim. Praise God. Good morning, Ma. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for today's ministration. Praise God. I always, always look forward to the Rhapsody segment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Our further study, we are reading um, John 10, 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. 
I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Acts 3.16. And his name, through faith in his name, had made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Amen. And Luke 8, 43 to 48. And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and David were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pushed thee. The multitude thronged thee and pressed thee. And thou sayest, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody had touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him, saying, she declared unto him before other people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, excuse me, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace. Hallelujah. So right now we're going to take the prayer together. You don't have to mute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Heavenly Father, thank you for your boundless love. I pray for your children who may be sick in their bodies, that they rise from that place of limitation and bondage today and be made healthy and strong in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So right now, move quickly um, to our New Testament Bible reading of the one-year plan of the one-year Bible plan, praise God. So yesterday we completed the book of Colossians and today we are moving into the book of First Thessalonians. Hallelujah. I'm gonna share my screen in a minute. So you could follow while I read. And we've been using the message Bible, praise God. First Thessalonians 1, verse 1. I call together okay. here with Sister Joy. and Timothy. Sister Joy, Send... your audio is breaking Ma. already. Let Ma. Brother Martins or Pastor Debbie share the screen and then you read. We we might have to do this as a normal way when somebody else right, is taking control, somebody else shares the screen because it seems to affect the audio. Okay, so stop sharing your screen and then we will share. All right. Thank Continue you, reading. Continue reading from your own Bible. Continue reading. We'll share the screen shortly. All right. Thank you, ma'am. I, Paul, together here with Silas and Timothy, send greetings to the church at Thessalonica, Christians assembled by God the Father and by the Master Jesus Christ. God's amazing grace be with you. God's robust peace. Amen. Verse 2. Caption, convictions of steel. Every time we think of you, we thank God for you. Day and night, you are in our prayers as we call to mind your work of faith, your labor of love and your patience of hope in following our master, Jesus Christ, before God, our father. It is clear to us, friends, that God not only loves you very much, but also has put his hand on you for 
something special. When the message we preached came to you, it wasn't just words. Something happened in you. The Holy Spirit put still in your convictions. You paid careful attention to the way we lived among you, among you and determined to live that way yourselves. In imitating us, you imitated the master. Although great trouble accompanied the word, you were able to take great joy from the Holy Spirit, taking the trouble with the joy, the joy with the trouble. Do you know that all over the provinces of both Macedonia and Achaia, believers look up to you? The word has gotten around. Your lives are echoing the master's word, not only in the provinces, but all over the place. The news of your faith in God is out. We don't even have to say anything anymore. You are the message. People come up and tell us how you received us with open arms, how you deserted the dead idols of your old life so you could embrace and serve God, the true God. They marvel at how expectantly you await the arrival of his son, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescued us from certain doom. Praise God. We move on to verse 2, chapter 2 right now. Praise God, verse 1. So friends, it's obvious that our visit to you was no waste of time. We had just been given rough treatment in Philippi, as you know, but that didn't slow us down. We were sure of ourselves in God and went right ahead and said our peace, presenting God's message to you, deviant of the opposition. Caption, no eating no hidden agendas. Verse three, God tested us thoroughly to make sure we were qualified to be trusted with this message. Be assured that when we speak to you, we are not after crowd approver, only God approver. Since you are guaranteed that, since we've been through, since we've been put through that battery of tests, you are guaranteed that both we and the message are free of error, mixed with motives or hidden agendas. We never used words to butter you up. No one knows that better than you. And God knows we never used words as a smokescreen to take advantage of you. Even though we had something standing as Christ's apostles, we never threw our weight around or tried to come across as important with you or anyone else. We weren't aloof with you. We took you just as you were. You were never patronizing, never condensed never condescending, but we cared for you the way a mother cares for our children. We loved you dearly, not content to just pass on the message. We wanted to give you our hearts and we did. You remember us in those days, friends, working our fingers to the bone, up half the night, moonlighting, so you wouldn't have the burden of supporting us while we proclaim God's message to you. You saw with your own eyes how discreet and cautious we were courteous, we were among you, with keen sensitivity to you as fellow believers. And God knows we were in freeloaders. You experienced it all firsthand. With each of you, we were like a father with his child, holding your hand, whispering encouragement, showing you step by step how to live well before God, who called us into his own kingdom, into his delightful life. Verse 13. And now we look back on all this and thank God an Atician well of thanks. When you got the message of God we preached, you didn't pass it off as just one more human opinion, but you took it to heart as God's true words to you, which it is, God himself at work in you believers. Friends, do you realize that? 
praise God. Friends, do you realize that you followed in the exact footsteps of the churches of God in Judea, those who were the first to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ? You got the same bad treatment from your countrymen as they did from theirs. The Jews who killed the master Jesus to say nothing of the prophets and followed it up by running us out of town. They make themselves offensive to God and everyone else by trying to keep us from telling people who have never heard of our God how to be saved. They made a career of opposing God and have gotten mighty good at it. But God is fed up, ready to put an end to it. Hallelujah. And with that, we've come to the end of today's New Testament Bible reading. Right now, I would like to invite the esteemed brother John as he takes us through the Old Testament Bible reading plan. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Wow. Can you hear me? I just want to be sure. Your audio, we can hear you, but there's there's little um, breaks in your audio. Uh, okay. Oh, boy. Okay, so I'll read um today we're reading Isaiah 54, 55, 56. Let me okay. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Thank you for being a part of this morning devotion. And thank you once again, esteemed Amarak, for this opportunity. So Isaiah 54 to 56 is our Old Testament reading for this morning. And um, chapter 54, the caption is spread out, think big. Now this this, uh, scripture was one of the scripture pastor brought to our knowledge a few years ago. From verse 1, sing, barren woman who has never had a baby. Hmm. Say, fill the air with song, you who have never experienced childbirth. You are ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. See, this is a strategy in our arsenal. So instead of crying that, hey, I don't have a baby, this is what God is saying. Say, sing. Say, fill the air with song. You who have never experienced childbirth. Whether it's um, birth of a child or you want to birth a new business, or whatever it is you want to birth, say, fill the air with song. Praise God. Say, you are ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. God says so. Now, verse 2 says, clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large. Spread out and say, think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. You're going to take over whole nations. Hallelujah. You're going to resettle abandoned cities. Don't be afraid. 
You're not going to be embarrassed. Glory to God. You can say to yourself wherever you are, I'm not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. You forget all about the humiliations of your youth and the indignities of being a widow will fade from memory. For your maker is your bridegroom. Hallelujah. His name, God of the angel armies, your redeemer is the holy of Israel, known as God of the whole earth. You were like an abandoned wife, devastated with grief, and God welcomed you back, like a woman married young and then left, says your God. Verse 7, your Redeemer God says, I left you, but only for a moment. Now, with enormous compassion, I'm bringing you back. In an outburst of anger, I turn my back on you, but only for a moment. It is with lasting love that I'm tenderly caring for you. This exile is just like the days of Noah for me. I promised then that the waters of Noah would never again flood the earth. I'm promising now no more anger, no more dressing you down. For even if the mountains walk away and the hills fall to pieces, my love won't walk away from you. Hallelujah. My covenant commitment of peace won't fall apart. The God who has compassion on you says so. Verse 11, our afflicted city, Storm battered, unpitied. I'm about to rebuild you with stones of turquoise. Lay your foundations with sapphires. Construct your towers with rubies. Your gates with jewels and all your walls with precious stones. All your children will have God for their teacher. What a mentor for your children. Hallelujah. You will be built solid, grounded in righteousness, far from any trouble, nothing to fear, far from terror. It don't even come close. If anyone attacks you, don't for a moment suppose that I sent them. Can you see that? If any should attack, nothing will come of it. Like this COVID debacle. <laughs> I create the blacksmith who fires up his forge and makes a weapon designed to kill. I also create the destroyer, but no weapon. Hallelujah. Is there no weapon that can hurt you? has ever been forged. <laughs> Any accuser who takes you to court will be dismissed as a liar. This is what God's servants can expect. This is what you should expect. I will see to it that everything works out for the best. God's decree. Glory to God. Okay, Isaiah 55 right now. Oh boy. Time is far spent. The caption, buy without money. Hey there, all who are thirsty, come to the water. Are you penniless? Come anyway, buy and eat. You see that? Say, are you penniless? Come anyway, buy and eat. Come, buy your drinks. Buy wine and milk. Buy without money. Everything is free. Hallelujah. Why do you spend your money on junk food? Your hard-earned cash on cotton candy? Listen to me, listen well. Eat only the best. Fill yourself with only the finest. Pay attention. Come close now. Listen carefully to my life-giving, life-nourishing words. I'm making a lasting covenant commitment with you. The same that I made with David. Sure, solid, enduring love. I set him up as a witness to the nations. Made him a prince and a leader to the, of the nations. And now I'm doing it to you. You will summon nations you've never heard of 
and nations who have never heard of you will come running to you, Kaaba City. Because of me, O oh God, because the Holy of Israel has honored you. Hallelujah. The Holy of Israel has honored me. Glory to God. Seek God while he is here to be found. Pray to him while he is close at hand. Let the wicked abandon their way of life and the evil their way of thinking. Let them come back to God who is merciful. Come back to our God who is lavish and with forgiveness. I don't think the way you think, the way you work isn't the way I work. God's decree. For as the sky soars high above earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think is beyond the way you think. Just as rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they have watered the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry, so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They will do the work I sent them to do. They will, they will complete the assignments I give them. So you will go out with joy. Hallelujah. You will be led into a whole and complete life. The mountains and hills will lead the parade, bursting with songs. All the trees of the forest will join the procession, exorbitant with applause. No more thistles, but giant sequoias. No more thorn bushes, but stately pines, monuments to me, to God, living and lasting evidence of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, Isaiah 56, messages of hope. The caption, salvation is just around the corner. Verse 1, God's message. Guard my common good. Do what is right and do it in the right way. For salvation is just around the corner. My setting things right is about to go into action. How fortunate are you who enter into these things, you men and women who embrace them, who keep Sabbath and don't defile it, who watch your step and don't do any, anything evil, Make sure no outsider who now follows God ever has occasion to say, God puts me in second class. I don't really belong. And make sure no physically mutilated person is ever made to think, I'm damaged goods. I don't really belong. For God says to the mutilated who keep my Sabbath and choose what delights me and keep a firm grip on my covenant. He says, I will provide them an honored place in my family and within my city, even more honored than that of sons and daughters. I will confer permanent honors on them that will never be revoked. And as for the outsiders who now follow me, working for me, loving my name, and wanting to be my servants, all will keep Sabbath and don't defile it, holding fast to my covenant. He says, I will bring them to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Hallelujah. He has brought us to his holy mountain and he has given us joy in this house of prayer. They will be welcome to worship the same as the insiders. To bring bonds of and sacrifices to my altar. Oh yes, my house of worship will be known as a house of prayer for all people. Yes, this prophecy has been fulfilled now. Glory to God. The decree of the master, God himself, who gathers in the exiles of Israel, I will gather others also. Gather them in with those already gathered. A call to the savage, a call to the savage beasts. Come on the wrong, come, devour beast barbarians. For Israel's watchmen are blind, the whole lot of them. They have no idea what is going on. They are dogs without sense enough to bark, lazy dogs, dreaming in the sun. But hungry dogs, they do know how to eat. Voracious dogs with never enough. And these are Israel's shepherds. 
they know nothing, understand nothing. They all look after themselves, grabbing whatever is not nailed down. Come, they say, let us have a party. Let us go out and get drunk. And tomorrow, more of the same. Let us leave it up. The Lord bless the reading of his word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And I hand over to Brother Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you so much, Brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Marka for this great opportunity to take us through the affirmation segment of the meeting. Praise the Lord. Okay, we start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I'll ask you to kindly unmute your mics as we take our permission at the counter. Three, please kindly unmute your mics. One, two, three. My name is Martin. My name is Salma. I have the spirit of wisdom. I have the spirit of the eyes of the study and enlightenment. I know the whole Education of my faith is Hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment. Praise the Lord. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. But receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. 
Thank you, Father. Oh, Satago Gradifta. Heavenly Father, thank you for your boundless love. I pray even for everyone under the influence of my voice this morning. I pray for if there is anyone that is sick in their bodies, that they rise from that place of limitation and bondage today, and they be made healthy and strong. If there be any that is standing in the gap for any one member of their family, any one friend, one loved one, that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that they are healthy and strong by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord God, as we break this bread. Oh, they be made whole in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. After the same manner, also it will be cup when you stop saying this cup is the New Testament in the blood. This do you as often as you drink is it in remembrance of me. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the lost death till he come. Katakili Gradozilla from the greater cozy branita kali gidon crose tequila cabradishta. The earth is full of your greatness. Healing everywhere, healing everywhere. Paradu shataladrati. Oh, the power of the Holy Ghost. Rakapu shataladrati. Everywhere, healing everywhere by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the earth is full of your greatness. Healing everywhere, healing everywhere. Healing of their minds, of their body, kilakos of their businesses. Of their bank accounts, pa little so sacred dealer hand to Ragabaria day, 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 Oh, the earth is full of your goodness, oh God. As we take this cup, we declare healing everywhere, healing everywhere in the name of the Lord Jesus. Go ahead and take the cup, Paka Sulta, little day. Oh, she tied the jigida hack the Kalia, do gig parent this gida hackradi. Lord don't say vrapatile da gide de kuhi and diki jele ke kaigo pundu kuska lida kratos ke vratos alamandi. Elep telepati la krum de gride hita ke keros in the kai kopandle gratos and brandle kradina hai. Oh, the earth is full of your greatness, O God. Healing everywhere, healing everywhere by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord God. We give you praise in Jesus' name. At this point, I'll hand over to Sister Joy to take us through. The remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sister Samaka, for this opportunity. Have a wonderful day. Praise God. Thank you so much, Martins. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this one. Now, we'd like to recognize the presence of those whose birthdays today. If it's your birthday, your wedding anniversary, or you know anyone celebrating today and you'd like us to pray for them. Kindly raise up your hand very quickly. Our time is fast spent. Praise God. Also, do we have anybody who is joining us for the first time today? If today is your first time of connecting to the Inspired by the World Global family, please kindly raise up your hand. We'd like to celebrate you. We'd like to, we'd like to welcome you especially because you mean so much to us and we are so happy to have you. All right, I can see Sister Linda. Please go ahead and, <clears throat> excuse me, introduce yourself. Tell us your full name, where you're connected from and who invited you. Good morning, Ma. 
My name is Sister Linda. I'm connected from I'm connected from Namibia. I was invited by Sister Batseba Jobe. Oh wow! You're welcome, Sister Linda. We are so happy to have you join this beautiful family. Praise God. Thank you, ma. Yeah. Do we have any other person joining us for the first time today, or anybody whose birthday is today? Very quickly. Okay, um, while we're still waiting for any other first timer, I'd like to say a very big welcome, Sister Linda. This is the Inspired by the World Global Family. And on a daily basis, between the hours of 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. GMT plus one, we connect to fellowship. We study the word we intercede. We study the rhapsody, we affirm words, we break bread, and it's always, always a glorious time in God's presence. One thing is certain, as you fellowship with us consistently, your life will not remain the same, and you will definitely return the testimonies. And we look forward to your testimony, praise the Lord. Once again, you're welcome, and we love you so much. Right now, I'd like to invite the esteemed Sister Maka to kindly help us round off the meeting. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Thank you, everyone, for your time. Have a beautiful day ahead. Praise God. Okay, um, on the chat, <clears throat> Sister Miriam Chungu, she's connected from Zambia and she was invited by Sister Masha. You're welcome, um, Sister Miriam. Then there's um, son, Susie Light, whose um, sister's, her sister's birthday is today. Praise God. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Joy, and thank you, Brother Martins, for that amazing communion session. Thank you, Brother John. Brother John, I received those words in those chapters. They were just too much of Rema for today. You know, just, it's like the scripture was written today for us, and we would walk in the fulfillment thereof. Praise God. Thank you, Sister Joy, for the way you read the New Testament. Thank you, Pastor Debbie, for always leading us in an amazing time of intercessory prayers. And thank you, Sister Grace. So much grace when you minister. Praise God. I'd like to welcome everyone joining us for the first time, Sister Linda and Sister Miriam. You're welcome. Those whose birthdays are today, the Lord bless you and make his face shine on you. Give you peace on every side, the peace of prosperity that only God can give. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's always a pleasure to fellowship with everyone here. I want to report some people. They've joined us, but they did not raise their hand from the time that they joined that they were first-timers. They are my cell members, but they are welcome. Since I know you, I welcome you in, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm sure they are laughing where they are right now. Anyways, it's been a beautiful time with everyone here. Praise God. So let's omit as we share the benediction at this time. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with us now Thank you, Ma. Thank you, Ma.